Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Bless the month of May. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, 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 amen. All right. So this, this month, we're starting a new series titled Superman. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. I know somebody's wondering how we are supermen. Praise God. But we are. Um, the theme is from Supernatural Man. Supernatural Man. When we were all young, uh, most of us, uh, we had superheroes. You know, we had superheroes. Some people liked um, Incredible Hulk. I think my son still likes Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some people like Incredible Hulk. Some people like Captain America. You know, I didn't like that one. I don't know what his problem was. I didn't like that one. Some people like Spider-Man. All right. <laughs> but I think one of my favorite was Superman. Hallelujah. Superman with that big S on his chest. Glory to God. I do know in the spirit too, you to have a big S. Your your chest, amen. Because your spirit being, glory to God. Your own S is spirit being, amen. And being a spirit being makes you a superman also. Glory to God. It makes you a superman. And 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 that's what we want to deal with in this month of May. To understand that as believers we are no longer natural men. The day you became born again, you were introduced to another life. Glory to God. You were introduced to another life. So, come on, say with me, I'm a superman. Even if you're a woman, you're a man in the spirit. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> come on, say with me, I'm a superman. Hallelujah. Say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Hallelujah. All right, but that is the life we're introduced to. You know, and for me, the, the, the thing that has robbed Christians the most, the things that many Christians have suffered the most is, is because of that lack of knowledge, because they have not been able to, you know, appropriate the fact that when you become born again, you are no more just a natural man. Hallelujah. You are no more just a natural man. Ah, the bulk of what we have in churches are natural people that are worshipping a supernatural God. That's what, that's what we think. So we say things like, you know, God can do anything. You know, the natural people that are worshipping a supernatural God. But that was not the design at all. That wasn't what God had in mind at all. What we think is natural men worshipping a supernatural God. What God had in mind was bringing us into his family. So we are not natural men worshipping a supernatural God. We are supernatural men relating with a supernatural God. Hallelujah. And the day you understand this, trust me, your life will change radically. Oh, let's, let's, let's start from scripture and begin to build it. Today is an introduction. We're going to do this all through the month of May. And I trust God that your life will, you know, take off to a whole new dimension after this month of May in the name of Jesus. In areas where you've been struggling, you will start to reign. In areas where you've been crawling, you will start to fly. If I'm talking about you, shout a louder, Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so let's go to Scripture and view this from there. But we're doing this all through the month of May. I'm a superman. Say it again, I'm a superman. Hallelujah. John chapter 3. Let's start from there. 
John seemed to be the guy that, you know, understood a lot about our new status in God. He, he, he kind of spoke a lot about it. Glory to God. John chapter 3, let's start from verse 1. He said, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. So what you need to realize is that this guy was um, part of the religious leaders of the time. So the difference between religion and Christianity, and that is the biggest difference, guys. The difference between religion and Christianity is that religion is what I explained earlier, natural men worshipping a supernatural God. But in Christianity... We are not religious. Christianity is not religion. Real Christianity, okay? I'm not talking about the one you feel in your form that they asked you, Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, not that type. I'm talking about the life of God. When, what, what really Christianity means, all right? In the true essence of it, it's actually an upgrade. It's actually a change. So you are not a human worshipping a deity. You are not a human worshipping a spirit. You are a spirit relating with another spirit. Hallelujah. So it's, it's, it's not so. So this Pharisee guy was like a normal religious person. You see, he was a man worshiping a god. That was what he was. So and he was one of the leaders. You understand as I go on, but just take note of what I've been explaining. So there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, ruler of the Jews. Said the same came to Jesus by night, and said unto him, Hallelujah. Why did he come by night? Very simple. For his kind of status, it was not normal and it wasn't ethically correct for him to go and seek another man of God. But you see, even though he was a religious leader, he knew when he met the real deal. Hallelujah. Everybody knows when they meet the real deal. Glory to God. He says, so he came by night and said unto him, that's unto Jesus, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Hallelujah. This is powerful. He didn't come because of the teaching. He said he came because of the miracles. You need to understand this. He wasn't, now, Jesus was a great teacher. All of them knew he was a great teacher. But this guy wasn't here to learn about how to teach. He made it clear why he came. He said, nobody can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So this discussion was about the supernatural. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This discussion was about things that were no longer natural. Things that were above the natural. That's what supernatural means. Supernatural means something above the natural. And that is who you are. As a child of God, you are not supposed to live a natural life. The natural order of things is not meant for you. The natural order of progress is not your portion. If they say one plus one is two, naturally for you, one plus one can be anything you call it to be. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I don't care what's the normal process for promotion in your office. The Bible says promotion coming either from the east nor the west but it comes from God so you can determine when and how you promoted and how far you go is somebody get what I'm saying you are no longer a natural man the natural order is no longer your order glory to God that's what supernatural means that's what that's what I'm talking about supernatural man or a superman that's what you are you are not a natural man glory to God he says so he said nobody can do these miracles nobody can do these miracles Except God be with them. He said, I, 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 I'm seeing the miracles you're doing. I'm seeing how supernatural your life is. He said, nobody can do these things except God be with them. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto you, Except a man be born again. Hallelujah. 
oh, how loosely we use this term these days. But when Jesus used it, it was something important. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Ah, I, I, I have to stop here. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the message of being born again is not about going to heaven. It includes that, but it's not about that. It's about reigning here on the earth. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Nicodemus was moved by the miracles. That's what he was asking about. Jesus was about to introduce him to a life of the miraculous, to a life of the supernatural. He wasn't telling him about going to heaven. Nowadays, when people say they are born again, they are focused on going to heaven. No! The focus should be on reigning on the earth. On living a supernatural life on the earth. That's what he was introducing him to. He said, how are you living so miraculously? Jesus said it's by being born again. So one of the major attractions or major benefits of being born again is access to a supernatural life. It's not about heaven. Heaven is part of it, but that's not the main focus. It's about reigning here on the earth. It's about being introduced to another dimension of life that you were not introduced to before. It's being introduced to another dimension of life that you were not born into before. Glory to God said except a man be born again he cannot you know see or experience the kingdom of god nicodemus now said unto him how can a man be born when he is old <laughs> can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born jesus answered and said verily verily i say unto you except a man be born of what water and of the what spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god so at this point jesus began to explain something to him he said we as christians are actually like a new species of human beings you need to realize that before this time they either had spirit beings and natural beings there was never a mixture angels were angels people were people or spiritual beings were spiritual beings natural beings were natural beings they were just two different people they used to interact but they were two different beings but this was the first time they were about to introduce a new species of human beings that were both natural and supernatural at the same time this was the first time they were about to give birth to half caste glory to god if you are born again you are half caste you need to understand that you are part man and part god there is nothing like that again on the earth. Every other thing you will see on the earth or in life will either be totally man or totally spirit. We are the only ones that we still have a natural side, yes, but we still have a supernatural side or a spiritual side. That's what he was trying to say. He said anyone that, is, anyone that must be in this kingdom must be born first naturally. That's what he explained. He said, except a man be born of water. Now, even though people try to say this water can be water of another, but basically what he was describing here was natural birth process. You know, like when a woman's water breaks. That's what he was trying to describe here. So you understand when you see the other verses, you know that he was saying that there are two births. That's what he was trying to say in simple. That the first birth is the one that the water breaks. That's natural, normal birth. Every, for you to be in the kingdom of God, you must first be a human being first now. You must be here. But they said that's being born of water. Like when your mother's water broke and they gave birth to you, that's water. He said the second one, in, we're still in verse 5, right? He said, um, born of water and of the Spirit. He said the second one 
is when you are born of the Spirit. So that's what brings you to the kingdom of God. You need both. If you are born only of the Spirit, you can't enter here. If you are born only of the flesh, you can't enter here. You need the both to qualify to enter here. Alright? <laughs> it's like a passport and a visa. If you have only a visa without a passport, you can't enter the country. If you have only a passport without a visa, you can't enter the country. You need both a passport and a visa. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to describe. That you, have, you got one naturally, you got one supernaturally. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's important you understand this. If you have only a passport, that's great. It's a great thing. You're a natural person, that's great. But that doesn't permit you to enter into the realm of the Spirit. If you have only a visa, that's also great. But you still need a passport to put the visa on. Okay. So see verse 6. So Jesus continues to explain. He said, the one that is born of the flesh is just flesh. So he was comparing two births, okay? He said, the one that is born of that natural one is just natural. He said, but the one that is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. Hallelujah. He said, the one that is born of the flesh is natural. And that's your natural side. He said, but you also have another side. He said, the one that is born of the spirit is spirit. All this explanation is to bring that guy up to speed with the fact that the miracles you are seeing is actually natural in our kingdom. Is somebody get what I'm saying? He's saying the miraculous you are seeing is part of our normal life as people born of God. He said, that which is born of the flesh is just flesh. Natural born of water. My mother's water broke. That's it. Natural. But he said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse 7. He said, marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. He said, don't be surprised I'm telling you that. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed. That means the wind blows where it likes. And you hear the sound thereof, but cannot tell whether it cometh or whether it goeth. He says, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. When you become born of the Spirit, they are saying there are dimensions to you that natural men cannot understand. Now, they see the effects of it. They see how you are making some kind of progress. They see how you are living above the norm. But they can't place their hands on it because it's something spiritual. It's only another spiritual person that can see it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, he was introducing us here about that life. It wasn't just about going to heaven. The discussion was about the miraculous you are doing. So nobody can do these miracles except God be with him. And Jesus said, the secret to my miraculous life is not a big deal. It's just who gave birth to me. That's all. It's not a big deal. It's who gave birth to me. It's not a big deal. It's like when you say half-caste that is very fair. You say, what's the secret to this, your fairness? Is it cream? Is somebody mix cream for you? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. You say, no, 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 no. It's not the cream that they mix. It's the person that gave birth to me. That's what they were saying. That's what the discussion about. So it's not about going to heaven. It's about reigning here on the earth. And I prophesy over your life. After this month of May, you will take charge everywhere you are. In the name of Jesus. You will take authority over the sphere around you. In the name of Jesus. That is what they are trying to say here. If they are introducing us to another life. That you are a spirit being. That the wind blows anywhere it likes. But he said, you can't tell whether it's coming or it's going. When you go outside and you see the wind. Who can tell whether the wind is coming? Who can? But we see the effects. When it's blowing something. You see that thing shaking. They say that's how your life is as a person that is born of the Spirit. You look normal, but you are not normal. You are still getting results 
above the normal. That's what makes you a supernatural man. And that is what you are. Jesus was showing Nicodemus, I'm not like you. I'm not, I'm not normal like you. I, w- I was born of the flesh like you on one dimension. Then I became born again. I had the second burning, the second birth. That was, I was not born of the Spirit. If you are here and you are a born again Christian, it's not that God changed your behavior. It's that God changed your nature. You need to understand it. It's a, it's a, it's a world of difference. God, a Christian is not a morally upgraded person. That's not what it is, even though it should be, but that's not what it is. It's the main thing that has first been changed is his nature. You are a unique species of, of, of being that has never existed before. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. Let's see John chapter 1. Let's see John chapter 1. And this is what makes Christianity so interesting. That's why when you understand these things, you can't be asking me, should you marry an unbeliever? You can't be asking me, what of other religions? When you understand what Christianity really is, it's not, it's, not, it's not men worshiping a God. That's not what it is at all. Christianity is the only place where God upgraded the men to be on his class. So it's nothing like that. Every other religion, there is, they have their God, they have their people. Christianity is the only one where God says, I want you to be on my class. I will show you now. John chapter 1 verse 12. So it's not, it's not the same thing. It's not a religion, it's a life. Very important. It's not a religion. A religion is men worshipping a God. And it can go from worshipping wood, worshipping cow. You know, when we did the series last month, we saw, did all that. You can worship anything. People don't worship anything. Now, you can ne- that cow can never upgrade you to be a cow. Or downgrade you. It's not, it's not upgrade. <laughs> I wanted to show the video, but I don't think I remember to show it. Of, of, of somewhere in India where they were worshipping a cow. And the cow was actually laying hands on them. I mean, amazing. The most amazing thing. You know. So, that cow can never downgrade you to be a cow. Or upgrade to them. Upgrade them to be a cow. It's only in Christianity that God said, you know what? I want to upgrade you to my class. It's the most secure God ever. <laughs> Most of the people will be happy for you to be down there and for them to be up here. God said, come to my class. Come to my level. Glory to God. John chapter 1 verse 12. Hmm. It says, But as many as received him, talking about Jesus Christ, as many as received him, to them gave he what? Their power or ability or right to become what? The sons of God. Even to them that believe on it. Please take note. When they say you've become a son of God, you see, in those days they understood what that meant. Because they were coming from a religious background where God was in one class, men were in another class. The moment you said you were becoming a son of God, what that meant was that you were changing class. They understood that. Today we use that word because a child of God can be Amroba, can be anybody. <laughs> but in those days, when you literally said you were a son of God or a child of God, in fact, one other time when Jesus said he was a child of God, they wanted to stone him. They say, How can you, being a man, and making yourself a God? They, want to, they understand what that statement or sentence means. So see it again now. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. He said, Even to them that believe on his name. Now, please give me NIV version. Give me an NIV version. It's very important. I need to see something in the next verse. Okay, good. Yet to all who did receive him, to those believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Now see the next verse. Yes. He said, children born not of what? 
natural descent. You see, they're not talking about when your father gave birth to you. No, it said, nor of human decision of your husband's will. That's not what they're talking about. They said, but born of God. They're trying to describe something totally different. They're saying this is not natural birth. This is supernatural birth. Hallelujah. You are now born of the Spirit. What they literally did is that the way you give birth to a child, <laughs> this is interesting. This is very interesting. You know that, I hope all of you know that you existed before you came to this earth. I hope you all know that. Um, Jeremiah and Co. tells us that if I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. You existed before you came to this natural world. So what happened was that you were existing in the spiritual world. You probably didn't have access to this world. The only way you could have access to this physical world was that you had to be what? Born. So somebody had to plant you inside your mother and you grew there and they born you. Even while you were in the stomach, you existed, but you had not entered this world. One day they now born you. From the time they born you, you now entered this world. That was what gave you access to this world. It's almost something like that that also happens spiritually. There is a spiritual world now. So you are now stuck here. What they did again is that they have to burn you again. Is somebody getting that? So you are now born again into another world. This world existed before you came. You were just born to know it. And when you were a baby, you didn't know what was what. As you began to grow, you had a grasp of this natural world. That's how it is spiritually. They had to now burn you. The only difference is that it was God that gave birth to you now. You were born of the Spirit. They now born you into the spiritual world. So that world also exists. So that's why I said that there's no being like you. That has one leg in this natural world and one leg in the spiritual world. And the beauty of it is that you can always shuttle from one to one depending on what the issue is. If somebody get what I'm saying. That's why I say you're a superman. If you can lay, grasp what I'm saying. Understand when to function from the spiritual world. Understand when to function in the natural world. In fact, if you do it well, you will shoot a goal, a shot going to the goalpost from the spiritual world, you will go and celebrate the goal in the natural world. That's what we're doing. And by that, you can have victory in many things of life. People will think is that all of us submitted proposal. No, no, no. We all did the physical thing, but you went to do something else spiritually in the place of prayer to take charge of the issue in the physical. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So everybody did the physical thing, but you did the spiritual one. The day you get it, you will enjoy more victories than ever before. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's try and move on. So, we are not meant to be natural people. If you are a born-again Christian, God didn't create you just to be natural. The whole purpose of being born again is not to go to heaven. It's like they battered you into a new world. That, that was, it was always existing. But you were just not aware, acquainted, in touch of that world. So when they battered you, when you say you are born again, you accept Christ. It's as many as received him. He now gave them, gave them the power to become sons of God. Do you understand? You are now in the class, in the order of God. You are now in his realm. You are now in his, in his level. You understand spiritual things. You now actually see spiritual things. Things that normal men can't see. Normal men will look at everything from a natural standpoint. But you understand that the spiritual world controls the natural world. He said that which is from above is above all. You understand that that which is spiritual controls the natural. 
many people we were Africans, so this shouldn't be hard for you to comprehend. Many people have learned that the spiritual has impact on the natural. So you are seeing the raining cutso for me thing, have you? <laughs> I hope you are seeing it. It has been raining forever. It just people are just becoming maybe just raining on media. But cutting soap has been happening forever. Many people have always known that you can do something spiritually that can affect outcome physically. They have always known. Maybe white people, those things surprise them. But Africans, we have always been in touch with that. The difference is that those people cutting soap and bathing in the cemetery, they are passing illegal routes to the spiritual. But they are correct in knowing that the spiritual affects the physical. They are very correct. Ah, all the, there are many men that are divorcing their wives. They don't even know why they're divorcing. They have bath for you. <laughs> is somebody you know what I'm saying? It's I don't like my wife again. There, you are blind. You to go let somebody spiritual slap you. Born again slap, tongue talk, mandele, boskata, cascata, whatever they give you. Pwah! And your eyes will open well. That's why you want to divorce her. You don't even know why you want to divorce your wife. Say she's not fine again. You have uh, put hand somewhere. Somebody has cooked something for you. <laughs> Praise God. Because the spiritual world is real. Very real. Ah, I see people just... Uh, I'm a counselor, you know I'm a counselor, so we get these cases all the time. People just, just, just want to divorce them. No re- when I see them down, I don't ask no reason. They're just following somebody else, they don't know who the person is, where the person came from. Go, go and check it, go and check it. Loads on loads on loads of these women. They are everywhere. You see them beads everywhere, beads, all this. You think it's just fashion, not true. <laughs> I don't want to go into some kind of things today. Uh, when you are seeing some of those things, there's, there's, there's meaning to it. When you're seeing some of those things, there's meaning to it. There's deeper meaning to it. So, and, and, and you know, nowadays they even advertise on social media. They advertise publicly. That this one is uh, to catch this man. This one is to torture. What they call it? I, I don't know the names. But obey. I don't know, sir. What they call it. But they, they, are, they are even advertising. Those things exist. Be, don't, don't even miss it at all. It was in Bible, they, they had those people. They had them in scripture. So it's not, it's not a new thing. It has always existed. The spiritual always controls the physical. The difference is that those people pass an illegal route to go to that realm. Now, anything you gain illegally, you can never really enjoy properly. It's simple. Anything you get illegal. That's why in the world, the ten richest men, you can't see a 419 there. You cannot come out and say you are there because they will trace what are you doing. Money is not magic now. If you are the richest man, we can trace where the money is coming from. You see? So you can enjoy those things. You can never be anybody's mentor. I say, come on, tell us how you made it. <laughs> you see? You, uh, it's God. That's what you can say. Because you can't teach anybody anything. You're a crook. And before long, people will know. You can't hide those things forever. If somebody gets what I'm saying. So that's the difference. Those guys are taking illegal routes. And those things always backfire. Always backfire. All those ritualists, all those people, you know, they are, they are going illegally to get something they can actually go legally to get. Because God can also prosper. <laughs> you don't need to go illegally to get it. Where you can't enjoy it. You can't have peace. Ghosts are chasing you at night. They, they be asking you for your family members. Bring your mother. Bring your daughter. Bring. I'm t- as, as a pastor, I still deal with those cases. I'm not joking. Where people are having to bring their children. or, or do some. I'm, I deal with those cases. So I'm not just telling you abstract things. Hallelujah. So the spirit exists. And for you, you have a legal door. They have opened a legal ground for you by being born again. They battered you into it. So you have a legal access. 
to, 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 to all those things that people are passing illegal routes and that you have a legal access to use the spirit to affect the natural, to use the spiritual world to affect the natural. And that's what Jesus came to introduce us to. It's not just about heaven. You see, the kingdom of God, when you are in the kingdom of God, you're already partaking of heaven. That's what you understand. For us, heaven is no longer something we are trying to run to. We are experiencing it now. It's like being an American citizen living on that country. You are still an American. You still have benefits. Being there. If they kidnap you, the whole muscle of America will still respond to you, even in that place where you are. Somebody get what I'm saying? And, by the way, even if you are outside America, so you're an American, they still expect you to pay tax too. So, they are still treating you like an American, even though you are not physically in America. Somebody get what I'm saying? If they see a threat in the country you live in, they will send you a letter or a mail that, hey, there seems to be a threat around you. So, you still have all the access to what Americans have access to. So, that's what kingdom of God is. It's not that we are actually running away. Now, a time will come, we will locate our home country, yes. But while we are here, we are still enjoying all of heaven's resources, all of heaven's cover, all of heaven's, you know, resources. Which includes the miraculous. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Which includes getting spare parts. Hallelujah. You know, my car is a Ford car. It was manufactured in America. I use it in Nigeria. I can send for spare parts. Hallelujah. They were asking, what's your VIN number? To be sure that I have the car and to give me the exact part. By the time I mention my VIN number, they'll use that VIN number to bring the spare parts. The spare parts might not be in Nigeria, but when I order it, they send it. Hallelujah. Tonight, you can order spare parts. If there's any organ of your body not working well, we release the spare parts in the name of Jesus. That, that, that liver will be restored. That kidney will start functioning well. Your heart will start... Be, I decree your blood pressure to be normalized in the name of Jesus. You can enjoy heaven here today. That's what Jesus did. He was enjoying heaven even while he was here. It wasn't about relocating to heaven. We can enjoy heaven while we're here. When it's time to look, we'll look, but we can enjoy heaven. Glory to God. We can enjoy heaven. Hallelujah. That's what he was trying to introduce us to. We were never meant to be natural people. We're not a, a natural people worshipping a supernatural God. No, 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 no. That was never the design. We are a supernatural people relating with the supernatural God. He has brought us to his level. He has brought us to his class. He says, as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become sons of God. Sons of God. I like the way some people say this. That the Son of God, Jesus, became a son of man so that the sons of men can become sons of God. Hallelujah. That's what he did. He was a son of God in the class of God. He came to become a son of man so that we that are son of men can also now become sons of God. That's what is happening. And Jesus showed us clearly that walking in the mirror, there, there should be nothing normal about you. Yes, on the surface you look normal, but you have access to the realm of the spirit where you can control things. You can take charge of things. That, that's what the Bible says, walk in the spirit. They are saying, look, you have a natural side, you have a spiritual side. They said, live in your spiritual side. It's better, it's smoother. There's less limitations there. In fact, there's no limitation there. But you see, what happens to a lot of Christians is that even though they are both spirit and flesh, they want to live only in the flesh and just relate with God from a distance. They are always afraid of God. They always think God is one wicked man that we have to always beg. They always think somebody else needs to access God for me. Somebody needs to pray for me. What a shame. That's how many Christians live. They still have this native doctor approach 
I told my wife <laughs> some days ago, I said, it will still take Nigeria about 40 to 50 years to begin to grasp what true Christianity is. We, have still not, we are still mixing traditional worship with Christianity. That's why we have not gotten the pure one. It will take us a few more generations. I'll explain. When Christianity start, first started here, we were largely idol worshippers, you know. Every tribe had a god. In fact, even when I was a small child, in front of our, our, our the center of my, my clan, you know, my clan, uh, that consists of a few houses, you know, how to do in village. Apart from the main village, the village is still broken into clans and kindreds, you know. So in my own kindred or clan, you know, they still, in the center of the village, they still had one tree that they were doing sacrifices. Even this one, I was even a grown person, as in a, a young guy. So they had this, that place where they, 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 they have chicken or goat that they want to kill. They'll come there and kill it and make some pronunciations and pronouncements. They had that. I, knew, I saw that on my eyes. They still had that. Now, all those people, listen, this is important. This is, I want to show you where your challenge is coming from and where the, 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 the thing reigning in the body of Christ of, of, of you know, having a high priest and the rest of us are uh, citizens. You know, I'm showing you where it's coming from. So they had that idol worship thing there. And all those people that come there to do that sacrifice, on Sunday, they still go to the church in the village still. Most of them were deacons, knights, and all these things. And it, it wasn't, they were not hiding. Not that, this, this thing I'm talking about is not that it's in the bush. Oh. This idol thing is in the center of the uh, village. Oh. It's in the, ah, I forgot the English language I'll use it. The, like, like the village square. Like the place where people gather. It was there. So it's not, it's not, it's not that um, they hide in the midnight and go like a bunny. No, no. This was everybody knows that, oh, on this day we are going to come here and kill chicken and do the blood like this. And then on Sunday, this we'll do this Friday. Then on Sunday, these same people will read something from church. That one that will read the lay minister. So that's the background of our Christianity. It was always mixed. It was always mixed. Now as I'm grown, of course, they no longer do that thing. So you see that there is progress from when I was young to now. In fact, um, <laughs> one of our ministers that was celebrating his birthday, very interesting. Um, his dad was in the meeting, and his dad, <laughs> his, dad, his, dad, his dad said they were Baptists. But that they had, I don't know what the situation was going on. They wanted to go and say an afar. You see, they were Baptists. They raised him in a Christian way, probably, I believe. But now they were carrying him, and the family was going to see an afar. When he found out where they were going, I don't know how young he was then. This was his father. It's not the minister that shared the story. It's the minister's father that was sharing the story, so it can't be a lie. The, so the father was saying, he was the one. He said, sorry to say, but he was the one that was taking them to Afar. And when the son found out, he said, he should stop the car. They stopped the car. The son, it was, a, it was a young boy. He came down and left them and said, he's not going to Afar. You see, I'm just showing you that most of our parents that were Christians, that's why I'm saying, if they are not born again, they are not born again. That they are nominal Christians. Most of them mixed idol worship. It was normal. They always saw pastors or prophets or whatever as people in a different class. They, 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 just like when you have chief priest or high priest in a village that would paint white chalk. This was what people related God with. So till today, most people that attend churches still believe that pastor has a special access to God than members. They still feel so. And they have so much faith in it. You, 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 I'll finish preaching a powerful message. Prophesy. Pray for everybody. Speak. I will spit on microphone. Spit on people near me. Prophesy. Somebody will stick up and meet me after the service. I say, pray for me. I say, about what? Just speak a word. I say, all the word. I spoke in, you know, you see, because they have native doctor approach. The time you are going to talk to me, just, you have direct access to the God of heaven. But no, 
you, you believe, you have more faith in my faith instead of having faith in God. It's, it's where you are coming from. That's all you have ever seen and known. So I told my wife, it will take us another 40 to 50 years before real Christianity starts. Right now we are still mixing. It's native, native traditional worship practice that we're doing. We have not started Christianity. So you see millions of people gather for one person to be praying for them. Same day every day. It's religion. It's religion. When it's Christianity, you have the distance to God is small, is closer than the distance to the man. The time you used to come to my house, you, you have faster access to heaven. But instead, you have more faith in coming to my house than just talking to God directly. Because you think there is a voice God will hear more than your own. There, it's not, there's no scriptural grounds for that. Hallelujah. Very, 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 very important. So, let's stop the... the you, know, you, as long as you are born again. If you are not born again, it's different. If you are born again, you have access to all of heaven's resources. You are not a natural man. You can control the things that happen in the spirit, and they will affect the things behind the natural. Let's see Jesus again. Mark 16. He was introducing that spiritual life again. Mark 16 from verse 15. I like this one. He said, go into the world and preach to every creature. See the next verse. He said, he that believes in verse shall be saved. And all that. Next verse. He said, and what? These signs. Do you see this? This is, this is not for pastors. This is for every Christian. He said, these signs. There's nothing natural about our Christianity. It's not just a religious person serving God. That's not what this is. This is a, a person that was born into the class of God. That was born into the spirit realm. You are not a, a, a physical person serving a spiritual God. Hallelujah. That's not what you are. You are born into it. Yes, usually when you become born again newly, because you don't know the ropes, God will somehow give you cover. So just like the way, when I give back to my son, at the beginning of, I have to clean his poop for him. I have to give him food. As he begins to grow, my desire is not to continue cleaning his poop. My desire is not to continue spoon feeding him. My desire is that he will grow to be able to go to the bathroom by himself and come out by himself without anybody going with him. But you see, Christians want to remain at that place where they are spoon feeding me and cleaning my poop. That's what they will do. They don't do all their life. You, you must grow. You must grow. And when you grow, you see, if I own a car, at, at a stage, my child, I will carry my child in my car. He can't drive. But when we get to a certain stage, he can take the keys and go and drive by himself. You see, all, God said all things are yours. Actually, everything God owns is yours. But you see, if you don't grow, you will never take it. You will keep begging him for what he has already given you. So God, Father, give me a car. The cars are here for you. The prodigal son showed us that story. The, the prodigal son had that brother. He said, you have been here for all these years. I served you. You never even gave me a small goat. The father said, everything I own is yours. That any time you wanted goat, you could have eaten goat. But you were just bent on begging for goat. This is what we do. Let's read this. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. See the signs. They're saying these supernatural things. That I'm telling you, are a superman. Superman doesn't mean you're going to fly from building to building. That's not necessarily what it means. But you are a supernatural man. That's what I'm saying. You are a supernatural man. That means there's natural and there's super on top. There's something on top of your own natural. You are a supernatural man. You are a supernatural man. He said, these signs. 
shall follow them that believe. Said, in my name shall they cast out devils. Do you see the first thing there? Say, you will cast out devils. You will not beg devils. You will not be afraid of devils. You will not fight with devils. Say, you will cast them out. You will cast them out. Listen, if you feel there's demonic activity around you, you can command it by yourself. You don't need a special man of God. No, you will cast out devils. And you see, devils know us in the spirit. Hallelujah. They know you. See, they are spiritual beings. That's what I explained to you, that there are two kinds of beings. Spirits can't operate here without bodies. So they always look for bodies to enter. Remember the few times just want to cast spirit out, they will tell him, cast us into so and so place. Because they can't stay here without a physical body. They are illegal occupants if they stay without a body. So the natural truth is there, and we have access to both. So in the realm of the spirit, demons recognize you. Now, some of them know you don't know who you are. <laughs> like those seven sons of Sceva. They wanted to cast out demons. And the demons said, Paul, we know. Ah, I never get over that scripture. Paul was not there. Do you understand? How can demons mention your name? You're not even there. But they respect you. They say, Babao. <laughs> they say, Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. Do you notice they mention Paul and Jesus like equals? That's what I'm telling you. Christianity is the only place. Where God is so secure, he brought us to his class. Even from the beginning, that was the idea. Let's make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them reign. The way we are God of the universe, let them be God of the earth. That's what God wanted. He's very secure. He wants you to be in his class. Free flex. Every good father wants his children to be in his class. Every good father that owns a business wants children to take over the business. Am I correct? Every good father that owns a big business, his dream is that you will grow, the child will grow to run that business. He's not afraid. He wants you to grow. He wants you to learn the ropes. That's how our own Heavenly Father is. He said, the way I'm God of the universe, I want you to be God of the earth. He said, let, let, let man, let's make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion like us. So the same thing is what Jesus was trying to bring back. That being my level. Paul I know. Jesus I know. Say, who are you? Can you imagine? The demons, demons. Paul was not there. I don't even know where Paul was physically. Hey, and that's nothing you need to understand. In the spirit, there's no distance. Hallelujah. Oh, there's so many things we're going to look at this month. In the spirit, that means you can be here in Nigeria and cast out the spirit in America. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's not getting what I'm saying. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can be in Nigeria and one demon. Is there something somebody in America? You can cast the best demon. In the spirit, in the spirit, there's no distance. Are no, that's why in home videos, spirit pass through walls. There's no distance, there's no limitation. So, I don't even know where Paul was physically at the time. But those demons were talking about, they were gossiping him. Glory to God. Demons were gossiping him. That Mildred we know. Hallelujah. Hey, Jethro we know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chike we know. Yaomi we know. Wale we know. He said, Paul we know. Jesus we know. They say, who are you? Your name is not on the list. You are not born again. Glory to God. He said, these signs, let me begin to round up. This, today is just intro. Hallelujah. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Number one, he said, in my name, they will cast out devils. We don't beg demons, we cast them out. We don't even call God to come and remove demons. That, that's what I'm saying. Some Christians, when they are praying, they say, oh God, come and remove this devil. No! That's an insult. It's an insult on God. We don't call God 
to come and remove devil. Uh-uh. That's what I'm saying. You need to learn this thing. You are in authority. Imagine the Nigerian policeman that they gave uniform and put at the door. He, he has issue not call IG of police that people are not stopping. It's a disgrace. They will, they will lose his job that day. That's how you are. You are an authority already. They say, you cast out devils. Not like you say, oh God, oh God, cast this devil out. No, 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 no. Many Christians pray wrongly. It's because you don't want to learn. You don't want to have a grasp of it. You are used to somebody else praying for you. There's nothing in prayer. It's you talking. Talking to God and talking to things that God says you talk to. There are some things God doesn't want you to talk to him about. He wants you to talk to the thing. Hey, that's why he said, you shall say to this mountain. He didn't say you shall tell me about this mountain. He said, you, talk to the mountain. You are a supernatural man. Talk to the mountain. The mountain, a physical thing, will move. How does that make sense? It's not a natural process. He said, you, a supernatural man, you have the right. They didn't say talk to God about the mountain. He said, talk to the mountain. See, after this message, you're going to stand up. You're going to speak to any mountain in your life. Don't tell God. God has given you power already. Talk to the mountain. The mountain can be a human being, can be a system, can be a structure, can be a problem. Say, so you talk to it. And say, if you don't doubt in your heart, this mountain, physical mountain, will stand up, carry its back, and relocate. Hallelujah. Say, so you talk to this mountain. Glory to God. But Christians always want to talk. Say, oh God, come and remove the mountain. You ask, who are you, so who are you talking to? You don't have respect. Who are you sending on errand? God is not an errand boy. He has given you all you need that pertains to life and godliness. Anything you need to live natural or supernatural, He has given you. Pertains to life and godliness. Go and reign. Say, you speak to this mountain. Say, in my name they will cast out devils. Not that they will call me to cast out devils. How many of you remember the story of Archbishop Ben Sinidahosa? <laughs> that witches from all over the world said they wanted to have a meeting in Benin. I don't know why Benin. <laughs> Maybe that's their local headquarters. I don't know. But they want to have a witches, global witches conference in Benin. Ah, I was telling somebody that, you know, that's why I, 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 I pity where Christianity, even some pastors today are not even pastors again. They are just psychologists. They are, they are consultants. They are not pastors. They are not pastors at all. What a shame. What a shame. There are pastors that are, that are respecting COVID. I'm not saying you should, you should go and put your name, but you, you have authority. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But the person that, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Even nightclub will open faster than some churches. Nightclub. All the way they say they were locking No nightclub will see meeting. They have to go and be locking them. Then churches were running. Hey, we should even just forget our... Some folks don't even know what we are doing. They say lockdown. Nightclub. We're opening illegally. They were not afraid. Then churches that had the power of God. We're saying one month after government says church can open, some churches in Europe, they will see how they chicken. What a shame. That's the Christianity we're doing. Thank God for the days of Archbishop them. So, <laughs> so uh, witches say they want to come and have conference in Benin. <laughs> so they asked Archbishop Ben said, also that uh, can God stop this? If they interviewed the, the representative of the witches in Nigeria. He said they've had these conferences in different parts of the world. There's Nigeria's turn now, they're having it in Benin. And that even God can't stop it. So they went to, you know, news people, they would look for trouble here and go and take to Napis. So they went to meet Archbishop It was like the most senior man of God in the town. You know, I pray we have those kind of men of God in different cities today that can speak and represent God in the nation. There are not many again. Now, the ones we have, they support the natural principles. So they, they asked Archbishop, so what do you have to say? This man said that even God can't stop him. Ah, Archbishop said, the man is right, that God can't stop him. Ah, the news people say, hey, God can't stop him. He said, God can't stop him. 
He said, when I'm here, God can never come and stop him. It's an insult. No need for God. To, I'm here. God can't stop him. They get a shock. He said, no, no need for God. I'm here. I will stop him. So they said, he told them, fix uh, press conference. Me and the man. So they fixed press conference. They began to talk. So the man said the man should go first. The man started talking many things about which is all this. The bishop should talk. He said, he has only one question. He asked the man, are you a witch or, or, or a wizard? He said, because. Say, think well for your answer. Because if you say you're a witch, you will die here now. This is on TV. He said, you will die here now. Because the Bible says, suffer not the witch to live. He said, you will die here now. <laughs> so they said, are you a witch? <laughs> a conference over. Press conference finished. The guy could not answer. And the conference was, cut, was canceled from there. You see, that's authority. That's not go God. Come and close witches. How dare you invite the almighty God. Somebody imagine the universe should come and chase witch in Benin. When he has chief of police in Benin. He has uh, chief of army staff. You have other people. There are many people already he has put there. Then if almighty God should come and stop witch in your village. Pray nonsense prayer. You take authority. Hallelujah. He has given you the authority to speak to this mountain. Let's quickly, let's quickly finish Mark 16. He said, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall cast out devils. He said, They shall speak with what? New tongues. How can you be born again? You don't pray in tongues. You only pray in English. What a limitation. Our Father, which art in heaven, now look. That's what you are still doing. If we touch my head, my infant head. What are this? What's that? It's not, <laughs> it's not prayer. But suppose it's not prayer. There are many of those things we just say. Mm. Put below under your... no, he said, you will speak in new tongues. How do you know? You don't pray in tongues. So how do you, how do you address things you don't know about? He said, there's nothing natural about you anymore. You are a supernatural man. You only pray in English. It's not... Are you, are you, wait, wait. Yeah. Hallelujah. Say, in my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Lendo Sakada, Lebrada Sata, Lubrata, you are a spirit being now. Can't only speak in English. Next verse. Ah, he said, They shall take up what? Serpents. And he said, If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not what? Hurt them. He said, And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall what? Recover. They say, Once you lay hands on sick people, notice you are not the sick. You are the one laying hands on sick people. Said so they will recover. Many Christians would rather be the sick than somebody is laying hands on. If you are busy laying hands on people, you won't have time to be sick. You are the sick because you are looking for somebody to pray for you all the time. You lay hands. You are, this is not for pastors. This is every Christian. You're supposed to see. Nothing that was mentioned here was natural. Everything mentioned here was supernatural. They, that's the life you are introduced to. In Acts 28, I'm going to round up now. And we're going to take time to pray. In Acts 28, the Bible said that Paul, you know, just escaped um, shipwreck. He said when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. Whatever. He said, and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness. Said for they kindled the fire and received us everyone because of the present rain, he said, and because of the cold. So they hosted them well. 
He said, when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them upon the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. If you know anything about vipers, <laughs> they have one of the strongest. And I mean, they say it takes about 30 minutes at least for you to die. A viper gripped Paul's hand. He said, and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, so they knew the snake. He said, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. That means his village people <laughs> were with him. He said, but Paul shook off the beast into the fire. Hallelujah. And felt no harm. Now, I like the next part. How be it they looked when he should have swollen. They were waiting for him to swell up and die. Because they knew what the symptoms and how long it took. So they were waiting for him to swell up or fall down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while, hallelujah, and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that was he was a God. And they were absolutely right. He is a God here on the earth. The, the Bible said in Mark that you will take up serpents and they won't harm you. It's already there. Paul was walking exactly that scripture. That's who you are. This doesn't mean you should go and be looking for snake. That's not what they're saying. But they're saying, look, if you are encountered, if you encounter danger, you have access to protection. You see, most times, when we encounter danger, we give the wrong command. We say, I'm dead. I'm finished. Snake, don't bite me. I go soon swell up. I no one die. I go die. You see that Paul was calm and used his authority. I remember many years ago, <laughs> many years ago, um, those days, I think I was, I was still single. Yes, I was still single. Because I used to prepare, you know, late in the night for service. So Saturday nights, I'm usually awake till late in, at night. So sometimes I usually stroll. They have all those abokis that sell, you know, small provisions at the um, gates of streets, you know. So, in the night, for me to stay awake, I'll go and buy any of those small biscuits that you can be eating small, small, one by one, so that you'll stay awake to, to prepare for service. So, this was around 10 or thereabouts. Then, where I used to live was at the dead end of somewhere, so it was very lonely road, very lonely, dark. No, you know, Nigeria, no light now, so lonely and dark road. <laughs> so, around 10, 11, it was quite late at night, at fair in that area for that time. This was many years ago. So, I was going to the next street to buy biscuits from the Aboki there. So as I came out of my own street, late at night, empty road, deserted road, dark. Total pitch black dark. I was going to buy that biscuit. So right, I was just like one or two feet from the Aboki shop. Two guys on the bike just came. Just came, one just came down. He was holding something that looked like a gun. I didn't look, but it was supposed to be a gun for him to be trying to, you know, accost me. He just came down and pointed the thing at me and said, give me your phone. <laughs> I said, no. I said, leave here now. Do you understand that? I said, leave here now. The guy left. He, 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 before he could think, he obeyed the command. <laughs> he left. Um, when he got back, that was interesting. When he got back to the bike, I'm sure in his mind he said, ah, what did this guy just tell me? And why himself I leave? I'm sure, and maybe he's in fact I even told him, you're the Chris. Don't collect the phone. So the guy came back. He came back and said, give me your phone. I said, I will curse, I will kill you here now if you don't leave. He hold God, may I hold God. 
<laughs> I will kill you and kill your family. Brothers, don't be afraid of those that can kill only the body. Afraid of those that can kill your body and the spirit. That's one of my you gone. No one gone. You get what do you want to go do? I said I will kill you here now. I will curse you now. Live now. I left the second time. I entered the bike through and left. By that time, the abuki don't lock the. <laughs> he don't close the shop. Pop, 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 pop. So I still came and knock. He was afraid. I said, "Not me. I still want my biscuit, please." <laughs> you know, after that, shouldn't I run home? Because the thing I used to chase them, I still have it. I can't run anywhere. I still had. I still, I still go collect my biscuits. I say, "Give me my biscuits. I can't come all this way to come and you now run back. I'm not running anywhere. If they come a third time again, then I will not keep this or two of them that day." <laughs> you are a supernatural man. You have access to God's power. These are things people don't talk about again. We are now psychologists in church. We are now doing self-help. That's what we are doing. We have mixed Christianity with psychology. I think that's even the problem. Why? From, from the Western world, that's their own challenge. Everything about Christianity is logical. From our own, we, are, we mix it with traditional worship. So it's rare to get the pure one. That is purely Bible. From the Western world, the logic is too much. They are saying, how can you... You're sick, you have COVID, you have COVID. How can you lay hand and COVID go? <laughs> logic. Power doesn't follow all those logic. When the power of God comes down, you will be healed. Even the COVID will be healed. <laughs> Hallelujah. He doesn't respect that. Glory to God. So you need to understand that, guys. You are not a natural man. Hallelujah. Do you want to speak to any mountain or speak to any situation over your life? Let's rise to our feet. We're going to take one minute to pray. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this is a good time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray and pray and pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak over your mouth. I decree that you are blessed. I decree that you will prosper. In the name of Jesus, this will be your best month so far. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080. 080- 777-144-11 or 080-777-144-12 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center Home of Victorious People